0: Who are we? That's one secret. We'll always tell. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Guys. Gossip Guys here, your one and only podcast delving into the scandalous lives of Manhattan's elite. And welcome to Season 1, Episode 15 of Gossip Guys Max.
1: Chasing summer. (laughs)
0: Eloise. Eloise. Uh, How's the summer going, Aaron?
1: chasing
0: it as you can see as as we all me, that's the problem. <laughs> he's behind you oh no wait chase yeah. is behind you summer's behind you or it's all behind you is it's life all behind me it's all,
1: i missed it all <laughs> and now i'm just
0: trying to chase it I'm trying to get back there oof but now this is our chance this is your chance to have the last word Ooh, it's Ex- a good drink a... has we had that
1: drink yet uh, i well... did know it was a real drink
0: I didn't know it was a real drink. Let's ask our special guest for this episode if she has had the last word, and she will definitely have the last word in this episode. Please welcome Marissa Flaxbart, writer and podcast host of Sweet Valley Diaries. Hello.
2: Hi. Hi, guys. Hi. I, how are you? I, I'm fine. I, I didn't know if
1: the last word was real talk about, and I I actually
2: still don't know. I, I wasn't sure if, if that was true. Uh, our star, when
1: he mentioned the last word, was ordering a real drink. No, it is a real drink. It is gin, uh, chartreuse, uh, and uh, lime juice, and
0: maraschino liqueur. Is that maraschino uh, or maraschino? I never know. Maraschino is how I would pronounce it, maraschino. but... Maraschino? Yeah.
1: That's how I would, I, I'm with
0: you, Andy. It's, uh, it, the drink has a nice green sheen to it, but I would have guessed anything that has maraschino would just immediately turn red. turns a little greener thing. Ah, so green I
2: that yeah. this was one way that you guys prepared for this. <laughs> they'll have to wear it a real cocktail. This is <laughs> they'll be on it's the important
1: on the important details of this film, Halloween. <laughs> yes. The, yes. I I thought it was probably the most important element of the movie.
0: This was uh, this is so the most so research I, that Aaron has yeah. ever done. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the
0: last, the last were talking <laughs> It does
1: sort of or it get... it could also be a commercial for the <laughs> Eloise in Asylum. That's for, that was for sale.
0: It is for sale. Aaron found that also in his research. So we could yeah. buy it.
1: Oh. Yeah. No, it actually, it actually, it was for sale and it's sold uh, for a dollar since nobody wanted to buy it, I guess, because it's haunted.
0: Oh, we so could have...
1: So, yeah, the county sold it for a dollar. They were doing tours about a year ago. Yeah, campaign. what about some kind of like haunted house type
0: yeah. Or just film, like use film crews there and stuff. And like, I, I mean, people are going to want to test the bounds of that. Uh, wow. I would have, I would have bid $2 easily. Um, yeah. right. 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 So, so people that have just entered, people that have entered into this podcast, we are talking about the classic 2016 <laughs> horror movie. That is not classic. <laughs> no, okay. This doesn't fit Aaron's rule for classic Eloise. It is on Amazon prime. If you want to. Tune in Tune along Or you know Maybe save the 88 minutes And just listen to us Talk about it for 88 minutes We'll see uh, But that is a That is a real classy runtime, Don't you think I was
1: delighted When I oh, I Oh w- it I was saw. great I was in and out I didn't even know I was done It was so quick <laughs> I was like wow Is it over
0: already? I didn't know I saw a uh, movie <laughs> I can't say that the film Flew by
2: for me But I was very pleased Before I started it To see that that was The length of time That I was committing to it so, <laughs>
0: 88 was the year I was born, so we were already starting off on good vibes. Ooh. Um, But okay, so we're here for Chase Crawford. If we haven't figured that out, of the
1: Chasing Summer?
0: Yes, Chasing Summer. And this <laughs> That's was. A great title. Yeah, uh, spelled with an E in there because, you know, Chase wanted to be different, or his parents wanted him to be different. And is he different? I'm not sure. Uh, I, don't. <laughs> I don't know how I
2: would
0: describe him. Not different. <laughs> Yeah. With
2: wow, piercing blue eyes, which I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> no, never. So, Wait, you
1: know, so, I don't think, okay. think they, they, there are some really good close-ups in the in this movie that I don't think we ever got in Gossip Girl.
0: I really I was actually aside from him when he was at the very beginning when we see him like hot, sexy mechanic mode and then on the on the motorcycle. I was actually surprised that there wasn't a lot of glamour Chase shots. I mean, it's a very dark movie, and all the the lighting is bad. But I don't know. I didn't see a lot of hot chase.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's, I don't know when you guys want to just get into the story of this. movie, Oh but please. I think that, like the lighting is definitely a headline piece of information about the film Eloise. <laughs> uh, this is a real a real masterclass in, in very dramatic lighting, uh, chiaroscuro, if you will. <laughs> really. <laughs> really some shadows and some uh, some bright bright uh light if in one tiny part of of the, you know everything is just like in deep shadow except for the thing that the light is
1: shining on yes <laughs> yeah. yeah because you want we're really looking for that file so we want to know if the light is on that paper that could be it
0: <laughs> Was this movie filmed on Scott's little like uh fucking camera, his uh oh, the infrared, infrared. <laughs> the camera, dude, he found ghosts, man. That's crazy. Oh, <laughs> uh,
1: I can't wait to talk about Scott. But
2: uh, well, I guess we should probably
0: No, there, please, huh? no, we, we don't need any order. Let's talk about Scott. Talk about, you you direct our conversation here, which uh, we can pretend uh, well no, that'll already be better than Robert Legato's directing direction. Sorry, Robert. Um but <laughs> Uh, but Aaron, oh. did you look him up? Did you look him up? No. Oh, okay. I did. Uh, so this guy, no. this guy...
1: No, I was, if you couldn't tell, I was more interested in the other things, not the
0: movie. Not the movie itself? Like, <laughs> <laughs> this guy, this is the only full uh, feature film he's directed. He's better known for being a VFX supervisor. And like his, okay. his IMDB page is actually really impressive. Uh, like he worked on Titanic. He worked on Star Trek the next generation deep space 9 harry potter and the sorcerer's stone the jungle book and lion king like remakes with all like all, the whole special effects movie but like i i hear that i see that but then i see that like really terrible fake fire at the end of this movie and i'm just wondering
1: budgetary concerns you
0: know eliza dushku just took all the all the money <laughs> <laughs>
1: probably uh, yeah probably yeah between her and chase yeah And Brandon T. And Robert Patrick, he gets like probably like at least 250 You know, he's still Robert Patrick. Which one is Robert Patrick? He's uh, HH Dr. um, Grice. Oh, okay. So
2: have you guys been watching Perry Mason? No, is he in
0: Perry Mason? No, no. He's in Perry
1: Mason. He
2: plays a character named Hernan... And I, the whole, I kept on referring to him as Herman Baggerly throughout the movie. A similarly dour, although not quite as frightening
1: fellow, but, uh, I don't want to say too much, lest I spoil. Yes, yeah, don't entirety. spoil I think, I think I want to watch this now. I wasn't sure
0: before, but I might want to. <laughs> oh, you, na- that's what sold you on Perry Mason, that Robert Patrick plays a dour man? <laughs>
1: it's not really a courtroom story. So, I think that's why I haven't watched it yet. I
2: think you'll find
1: there's
2: plenty of courtroom in there. Ooh.
1: I and heard it's like the last hour. That you heard it wrong. There's,
2: right. there's uh, plenty of courtroom. Plenty of courtroom.
0: But it's like it's like sort of film noir detective sad shit, yeah. right? Is that accurate? Yeah.
2: It's not Yeah, right yeah. I mean far, it's definitely it's a hard to watch. It's hard to watch in much the same way that Eloise is hard to watch, but also
1: fundamentally That's not. That's good. not, not going to sell me. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to watch. find a segue back to the back to the movie. <laughs> back to the yeah, back to Eloise, where I fell asleep in the middle of it. Did you?
0: Long. No. It was late. You it fell asleep? Bad. Oh, Aaron, I thought I was bad at falling asleep, but I've never fallen asleep in a movie where I'm doing a podcast on it. It was late. It was like eleven. And I
1: was like, I'm falling asleep. I'll watch it in the morning. I watched it in the morning. and It didn't change. I was so bad.
2: This was the one where you
0: look away from the screen for a few
2: seconds and you get totally lost. Like, what happened to Dell? I still don't know. Yeah, I think my we. Roommate, exactly. I walked this with my roommate and she told me that he drowned, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Dell did
0: drown, but, like, no one cared about him. They were worried about Scott, but did they ever actually, like, where's Dell? They didn't. Did they do that? I don't think they did. No. Uh, which is sad uh, a little bit. Um. Oh. But you, you were really excited to talk about Scott P.J. Byrne, who, by the way, I interviewed him once. He is a uh, he's he's great.
2: For Wall Street, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. Yeah, yeah. I interviewed him for uh, what was the HBO show that like is about music that Martin Scorsese directed the pilot. Oh yeah, yeah, I got, it, I got it. Vinyl. Yeah, yeah. I interviewed him for that, but then that show didn't last. But you know, he's a, he's a, he's a, as enthusiastic as Scott is <laughs> in real life, just let a more coherent. <laughs>
2: about him I mean, he's he is the main character of this story but you know you were talking about him being different or not different I and mean, he's very just like a guy in this movie and he, he's not given very much interesting to do and and you know at the point that scott enters the story we've had you know a creepy really creepy asylum we've had like a homeless fellow we've had uh Chase's um, murderous, or not murderous? Oh my gosh! Chase's uh, like thieving friend, but this is the first character who's got like a spark of something like truly like just sort of weird and like like funky. When we meet Scott, he, you don't know what he's gonna do next. So he's definitely. I def- think I like Scott because he was like a bit of of uh, comic relief, but also in a way that was kind of scary. You know the, this movie, especially in the first half, I, I was really like, okay, this is a thriller. This isn't a horror movie. But this is a thriller, and there's something about Scott uh, just sort of unpredictable weirdness that makes you think that you, you just don't know what's coming next from him. But it's just puts you off off
0: balance. Yeah, is he going to be wearing pants? Uh, are the does he actually know what's?
2: Can he? <laughs> That's exactly what I meant. <laughs> can he?
0: Can he read that map really? I was so off guard by Scott I was like who the fuck is this I didn't understand that he was off in the head Until I was just like oh But like uh, everyone is acting A little bit He was on the
1: the spectrum he was like autistic
0: Well right but I mean he's also been traumatized By Eloise and his Like everyone has these sort of I don't know We're we're, we're having confrontational therapy in this movie Apparently Uh, And
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, see, I don't, I, you can, I don't know because like, uh, was it a dream? Was Scott real? Was people real? So I don't, I didn't really like.
0: And was Chase Crawford the main character given that it ended or or began and ended with our girl Faith, Eliza Dushku. Uh, Uh and and it sort of says something about Chase that in his, in the movie where he's the star, it ends with maybe him never existing. (laughs) Is that, (laughs) is that like what happened? (laughs) (laughs)
2: I was you should say that because I actually just happened to have watched Back to the Future Part 2 uh, the night before I watched Yeah, it's a time travel movie. I was very very caught up in wait a second is he are they in the past now? And like if he doesn't deliver the thing that he's supposed to deliver if he doesn't set this fire like it's not going to have been set like how is this going to affect the future? It it didn't really seem like they were time traveling but somehow the power to be stuck in the past did it
1: so, here's my question: When did you guys realize the aunt was his mother?
0: Um, like, I mean, pretty, pretty, pretty early on because, like, well, it was the same day of the fire. I don't know. There's just too many coincidences happening. But I also, but I don't know. I, <laughs> no, I was so
2: far, I was so lost as to what the thrust of the movie even was. But I definitely that twist worked for me. Um, when you know she says. Like, when we see that she's giving birth, that was when I realized it was his mother. <laughs> like, I would say, I, it, it tricked me. But, as long as we're talking about twists or, like, calling shots... So, early on in this movie, Chase's character finds out that his estranged father has stopped, right? His estranged father who wins. He goes to this crazy mansion, like, blue <laughs> mansion, where there's, like, a candelabra on a piano. It's really... Uh, like old, tiny everything, and he pulls out this box. It's like a paper box. And yeah. And my roommate sitting next to me says to me, I-, I have been watching too many horror movies because all I can think is that that looks like something you would put a baby in. Oh, yeah.
0: Ooh, yeah. I, I had the said, same thought. <laughs>
2: <"No>, cannot, okay, okay. <laughs> because uh, what, what is in the box, uh, she noticed that there were holes in the top of the box. But in the box, of course,
1: it's like papers, right? There's like, book and- Yeah, it was like his childhood stuff, you know? Yeah. Because that was his box that he
0: was put in. Well, that's what she's saying, yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was like the
2: dad's childhood stuff, that
0: wasn't it? Yeah, it was photos of like the mom and the dad and and sort of yeah, I think there, yeah, it wasn't really Chase Trinkets, it was more uh,
1: it, had that, it had that like picture he drew, right? It oh,
0: best. that's true, it did have the car and he's like, A plus, yeah. good job, you know, whatever. Um
1: but-
2: at the beginning that it does like this right where it gives us a ton of visual stuff that we have no point of reference for yet right so we don't know what it means so, I mean the, the movie starts right with the last of PS, having this crazy like freaky montage where she sees all these weird things and eventually we will learn all the things that the movie is going to show us but at the moment it's just like okay great there's a bunch of weird images some, some of which are sepia town
0: I yeah I a lot of sepia town I uh I, I don't know if I liked how it started with showing basically what was going to happen and where we were going to end. And then, uh, well, even the beginning of the movie, it was sort of like, they're going to tell us what happened with Eloise and then they're going to show it. It's like, we don't need both. Like they had the like scrawl of like what Eloise is and then they show it. And it's just like, I don't know. It could have been 86 minutes is what I'm saying. Uh,
2: <laughs>
0: but I, I don't know. because I
2: definitely didn't need to start with PA in that in that television, but... We don't have to revise...
0: We don't have to revise this film. It's perfect. It's a perfect film. Although... Yeah,
1: it's fine. No rewrites, guys. Come
0: on. But, okay, I have questions on their motivation or... Like, I mean, there's so many points in this movie where it's like, I don't... It doesn't make sense to me. Like, I know they're desperate for money. But, like, does he just have that house now? Does he... Because he has that car. He's just driving that car. That's enough money to pay off Brandon T. Jackson's debt. That's enough money for him for a while. And he can just send in... At first, we heard that it was seven years before he'd have to wait. It's like, okay, you have that house, you have that car, that's fine. But then when he goes and gets to the, the annex, she's like, oh, yeah, it'll take six to seven months to get it. Like, why not wait seven months instead of break in? Like, I just didn't, that didn't make any sense. Yeah, I had the
2: same thought when they were afterwards sitting
1: in the house and, like, plotting this whole plan. Because Dell needed in. money. Dell needed, Dell needed money. Need it, need money.
0: But was, I i just said they was, could sell that car, and that's way more than 20000 I don't
1: think you could sell the. I think the, pro- the legality of the problem was that since it's his mother and there's no certificate of the mother, he needs that before he can sell
0: anything. But they didn't mention the house or the car in that scene. They just mentioned $1.2 And that house and that car is probably already worth more than $1.2 and, and, like, those two
2: husbands know somebody that they can sell a car to without anybody asking
0: questions. Right, because that's what we...
1: doesn't have a car, so he needs
0: <laughs> he has a motorcycle Yeah he could at least Sell the motorcycle For 20 grand then And that's in his name uh, But also like Why does he want to Give so much money To this guy Who was about to steal All of his All of his dad's shit Like right That's what was gonna happen
2: Yeah what was that about It was yeah. such a weird introduction Very weird friendship,
0: Very weird friendship
2: Between them <laughs> I I mean He shows up In a ski mask Ready to rob the place But then as yeah. soon as He pulls his mask back He was like Oh I thought I'd give it a shot and yeah. like, oh, we're
1: buddies. It's good to see you, bud. But then... Yeah, you're the GQ of delinquency. It's a great line. It was
0: actually a good line. I I enjoyed that line. But like, but Chase was like, was he about to kill himself there? Like, what was he doing? Was he like lost in, like he had the razor to his neck or like, I that was one of those ones where I think I looked away or didn't know how close he got. And then, because I was just distracted by well, Brandon. He used t- to like watch
1: his dad shave. And that was like, you know, before his dad obviously killed his mother during childbirth. It's an obviously fucked up family.
0: Wait, is that what they were seeing? I didn't even get that, that that he was watching his dad shave. Is that what that was?
2: I don't know. I think, I mean. yeah. Well, I think that it was about, you know, his father, we know that his father uh, ended his own life because he was he was, uh, chronic, you know, he had this terminal illness. And in, in if we forgot... That the lawyer told us that. Uh, a voiceover about 30 seconds after the lawyer tells us to remind us that that happened. And we like, see this like razor blade dripping with blood, which like no one has cleaned up the yeah. crime
0: scene? Yeah! I, I was thinking about that. I was like, they just left the blood everywhere? Fuck! Well, it's, just,
2: it's really horrifying,
1: but also, I don't think that would be what would happen. Like, someone took the body away. You know, the Martin family has some issues, guys. Uh,
0: that, the,
2: the, well, this, uh, you guys mentioned that um, that go, him going to get the paperwork. What was that
1: with that secretary?
0: Yeah, because she like knew yeah. what was wrong with him, right? Like she she wrote yeah, on the I document was, that he was claustrophobic. I think
1: that was
0: Eloise. Ooh.
1: Oh. Because Eloise, it, it was it was actually named after the Detroit uh, or Michigan's postmaster, his daughter.
0: Oh. Um. Okay. Save the I'm post not office. Not um,
1: and that was the girl in the painting. Maybe that old lady was Eloise. Who knows?
0: Well, so she was probably a ghost or whatever, uh, is yeah. what we're. I mean, I think that made sense. Uh, I mean, well, it doesn't make sense, but yeah. Uh, hey,
1: who was the I'm, homeless guy?
0: I thought it was Alan Tudyk for a second, but it's not. Well, so well, the, the homeless guy. I oh, sorry, go. Oh, no, no, no. You go ahead.
2: At the end of the movie, there is a fellow who's like pulling Chase into the building. Spoiler alert. And that guy looks kind of like the homeless guy. That
0: That was him. That was him. Yeah, so...
2: I would would like to know though for sure what was going on at the front desk. Because it was... I was expecting a different movie. You know, when when she pulls a typewriter which is already wild and she starts typing... Like he's claustrophobic and it's like she's admitting him into the hospital i was expecting him to go and get like snatched up and now the movie was going to be about him having to escape
0: from the, the asylum but that was only sort stuff that happened yeah i i think i was sort of expecting that too and maybe wanted that but I, I i mean i knew what the premise was but yeah it's sort of this movie it's two different movies or maybe four i don't know but it's like it's <laughs> It's trying to be that psychological thriller. I think that's actually what the heart is. Like, the writer, I think, wanted it to be that. like, yeah, the, like stuff, the Shutter Island type of thing. Well, they want it to be about his mom and this quest for family and figuring out who he is and, you know, the dad stuff. And, like, that's where it goes in the end. But, like, the rest of it's shot and made like it's sort of a cheap horror movie. Uh, and it's sort of... It's it's in between both, and that's why it doesn't it doesn't make sense or land for me. I think, but like I feel like there might be a good movie in there if it was the original intent, but I don't know.
2: Maybe if we maybe if we just knew if we just understood what was going on, you know, <laughs> like for a little while, you know, so they break into the annex and creepy stuff is happening, and Scott's got his infrared camera. It seems like there are ghosts everywhere. And that's <laughs> Kooky, and it's starting to sell. This uh, me as a viewer, I'm like, oh, well, okay, this is a horror movie. There's even the whole like the Shining moment where the little girl in a red yeah. dress and and uh, and holds the, the box. With
0: him, I think, yeah, holds the box. And then, yeah. I mean, if you didn't know it was a baby box at, until then, then you know, I think at that point, and then we we learn that that's Pia uh, eventually, like haunting herself.
1: Box. You
2: guys are so far ahead of me on the whole baby plot line. I, I didn't see a baby in the, in the future of the film. Even when she's staring at a nursery looking at babies, I still did not put it together.
1: I to see a baby in a box at some point.
0: To be fair, there's just a lot going on in this movie, and like too much, I think. Um,
1: you know, ghosts are very active, so they got a lot going on. They can be in different places at once, so they've got like Scott, and then they've got... You know, uh Jacob and Pia and then but only for some reason the ghost didn't get to Dell, he got the L S D.
0: Yeah, he do, so, he he yeah, he got high himself and killed himself, basically. Like back in, that can that
1: I don't understand Dell's character. Of the well motivation. he makes the fatal mistake of just pouring any old medicine onto
2: his Yeah,
0: yeah read the label. The label says L S D. Do you
2: guys you know a thought experiment here let's say you're in an old hospital and you have a great big cut on your hand in front of you in several bottles of something but you don't know what it is do you you really need to just rinse off your hand do you open just any of the bottles at random and pour that liquid <laughs> onto your hand no no you <laughs>
1: know what the word expired means yeah fire <laughs>
2: Well, no, that's—he's
1: you know, like stealing the minutes like he's gonna sell it like it still
0: works. I had I wrote the same thing down. I was like, none of that works. Although it makes sense that the LSD still would, but like I think, yeah. but like it's still like, oh, uh, well, it
1: was—it
0: was just so right? stupid that no. he, well, well, I don't know. He poured a shit ton on himself. Like I and it, and it was right into the bloodstream too. So like it's gonna kick in pretty quick. I think. Um, I haven't poured acid. Water into my blood, but like I imagine it'd be really quick. Yeah. I don't think I will. I kind of want to try
1: now. <laughs> please don't, please don't, Aaron. First, you gotta find you give like me a Give me some brown. liquid LSD and a, and a last word. Let's have let's have Chase's name. Ooh. <laughs> First you gotta find a little brown glass vial of liquid LSD.
0: <laughs> <laughs> From the nineteen eighties, hopefully. Um,
2: the nineteen eighties slash
0: eighteen eighties. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. It was. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Uh, well, so, so, well, I think...
2: We've got, this
0: whole, yeah. we've
2: got this whole thing where it's like the ghost like ghost attacking you. That's a horror movie thing. Yes. And like, going back and being in some sort of split between reality and, and fantasy, that's a horror movie thing. But yes. here, what, we, what it seems like we have, and I don't feel like I ever fully got a grasp on it, is we have ghosts pulling
0: people into the past. That's what, there seems to be a time travel sort of loop thing happening. And then they even have the watch where it feels like once that opens, like somehow a time portal, yeah,
1: uh, the ghosts, the ghosts, you know, they're flipping the, the time around. It's kind of like upside down time. Yeah.
0: I, I mean, I think the there's a, bring you in. The, the movie you can interpret, I think, a billion ways, because I think, well, one is just, like, there's two like, they just go in, they go crazy, and all the things that we see aren't actually happening. It's just, you know, it's just sort of ghosts, and, you know, they're insane, or Pia is just dreaming the whole thing. That's another part. But then, the whole... Like- I, I was gonna say, that the homeless guy, he, we actually see him in the dream, and I, I think you actually, or sorry, you see him in the past, and I think that is absolutely him. Like, he worked there... And he, and he escaped the fire somehow, and that's now what he looks like. But I think he also, we see him as his homeless self around Scott's body. And so you could say that maybe he actually is who killed Scott uh, in real life, if there is a real life in this movie. Uh, and then sort of past version of him did steal Chase away. And I, I, I mean, he was a pretty big character, I guess, for like uh, no context about what he is other than just, yeah, a whole, I think, what was his name? I, I looked it up. In the credits, his name was Ragged Man. Uh, ooh, ooh. Spinoff. Yeah. yeah. The
2: Ragged Man.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, you were going to say something, Aaron. I lost my train of thought. That's what this movie does.
2: Well, he, he said something and like, Reality, and that's like that is also a thing that you get kind of hung up on, right? Because it it seems like what's happening in things like history, like ghosts pulling you into the past, thing, like that shouldn't have real world consequences. It should all be some kind of fantasy or whatever. Or like like in the movie Oculus, where there is a real. That's a cool horror movie if you haven't seen it. There's real world. Exclamations for why the people, the, the people of the movie have these are being deluded in part by this haunted mirror thing. And but you wonder, you get to see what the real world things actually are. But in this movie, it, it seems like whatever happens, Scott's a perfect example. Whatever happens to Scott when he gets stuck into the past, it seems to be a repeat of something that happened to him when he was a kid. But this time, it goes horribly wrong, and he dies. That's that was what I was getting at. That's the whole like he sees the pictures of himself, but it's like himself as a kid, and then the same thing happens to him. Now he's an adult, and he's stuck with the past. of it goes and, and he, I, I felt like he was getting like lobotomized, and that was like yeah. an explanation for why he is a little bit unusual.
0: Yeah. I think I think I buy that. It, it'd also just be seen as like maybe it was his greatest fear or what, the thing that he needed to confront. I guess. I mean, that's the that's the, what it was like hammering us over the head about what the movie was about, or, or kind of, uh, or at least what the doctor, uh, you know, believes in. That we have to, you know, we can't coddle fear. We have to basically, you know, inundate ourselves with it. Uh, and but like I don't know if that was Scott didn't seem like he had that fear, but. Uh, but, yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I'm just sort of trying to yeah, – I would to, yeah. hey,
2: like, the fear of having a big pointy thing plugged into
1: your eyeball. Like, I think we should all have that fear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want an ice pick in my eyeball. Like, I don't want to be sucked into ghosts. Like, I wouldn't go, like, you know, <laughs> hanging out at some haunted cemetery. Like, that's not fun for me. So, no, I don't get it.
0: Well,
2: well <laughs> speaking of fears, I, I I was confronted by one of the few things that really freaked me out, like, all the time, which is uh, electroshock therapy, really, I find very frightening, as I was programmed by, like, Return to Oz as a little kid. that reminds me, like, what, is it possible at all that the guy in the
1: first scene of the movie who gets electroshock is also the ragged man?
0: Um... I don't. It's
1: possible. it's possible in in the the Eloise universe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a, yeah. It's infinite.
1: Hold on, slavery. Yeah, input.
0: that could I mean, be. That's
1: what be the real. whole point of this movie is. It's a psychological interpretation of of uh, you know what really happened to Robert Patrick's career,
0: Eliza Dushku's <laughs> career. <laughs> <AFC's. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Okay, let's now take a moment for a message from our sponsors. Be right back. I mean,
1: it's 11% of Rotten Tomatoes. I just want to know at what point someone said, hey, this is a good script. You should do this movie. I don't understand it.
0: Well, I'm sure the original script was a lot different. Like I said, I think it was changed by the producers because they wanted to market it as a cheap, like sort of as a horror movie where you can make money off of it. Uh, instead of sort of a psychological thriller, more Shutter Island t- style, but like so, is there like a, a
1: Lagoda cut somewhere? Oh. <laughs> it's like it's got this really good like relationship that we know about Dell and Jacob,
0: and and we kind of find out what happened to to, to Dell. I that movie would work because then we'd actually have any sort of skin in this game. Because yeah, I don't care or or no, I don't know about his mom. I don't know that he didn't have a, like he talked about like not knowing his mom for like one scene so with. He go
1: to the Jew- He's probably was,
0: st- probably stole a car. That's my guess. Um, I yeah, I don't know, they but it,
1: clearly
2: love to steal things. So yeah, <laughs> buddy, like that's, their, that's the, the tie that it binds them together that they tried to steal anything.
0: Right, and and, and uh, well, there was also like he said that his dad is the one who sent him. Basically, they said no, it was the court or the government or whatever, but. It was he blames his dad, so there clearly there's some dad issues yeah. in here, but that's yeah. sort of there's that's dropped completely, really. It's more about there's
1: the. M- Thirty minutes of this movie we're missing, guys. There's a two-hour movie here that we don't know about.
0: Oh, would you God. would you watch it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 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 Uh, I think I'm okay with this version. Oh. I think yeah. I, the The scariest part of this movie for me was in the middle of it. Uh, Lily just screamed. She wasn't in the room at all. And she like pointed at the wall and there was a centipede on the wall and she called me over to kill it. That was the scariest point of this movie. Um, it, it totally, <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, what, so you mentioned a little bit, uh, shock therapy, but I was going to one, I was going to ask you both what would be your, uh, your biggest fear or what would HH Grice be? Uh, you know, shoving into your eye or into, you know, shoving at you. Um, if, if, I mean, it's a little deep, I suppose, but, you know.
1: Should we shove it in deep. What, what is going on there? I don't want anything in my eye.
0: No, I said. I no, no, I.
1: From anyone <laughs> going in my eye. I don't even like putting contacts in sometimes.
0: That's not what I meant to say, but okay, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> when so we have a lot of fear that he's trying to address it's like theater of doctors is of being um, given an injection and then you have this nurse basically just like stabbing her yes. violently with a needle it's like no that's not the I, I don't know I took issue <laughs> with the very idea that this is how such therapy would actually work <laughs> but again I think I'm taking um Mr. Patrick and his they are trying to, trying to stab bit. the
1: demon out of you. That's what it is. <laughs> okay,
2: but for me, I think it would be—I don't I actually don't have a lot of normal fears. Like, I'm not afraid of like spiders or snakes or public speaking. But I am like, I'm freaked out by very deep water. So I think maybe mm-hmm. you put me in some kind of like a glass tank or something, and like put me really deep and like a like
0: very deep in a lake or something that would be bad i would not like that aaron i'll i'll, I'll definitely share mine i was just what was the question what's your what's your
1: what's <laughs> your, what's your... Oh, yeah, I, got, I got i i was deep in the water i was like yeah i want to be deep in the water either. yeah no
0: all these things are terrifying i mean if you get thrown yeah, into a I vat of snakes
1: stabbed in my eye yeah <laughs> are, are we yeah are we talking like the worst like
0: well well the thing to us. Well, I'm just, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, Aaron, what would be the thing that H.H. Grice is trying to cure you of in a horrible way? Like, so, you know, and it doesn't matter. Obviously no one wants to be thrown into a vat of snakes, whether they're cool with snakes or not. Exactly. I think. <laughs> I, I
1: really just hate insects. So like if I was like a vat of cockroaches. Oh, I think she did that one. Somebody.
0: Yeah. Someone had a, a cockroach uh, fear. We saw a little I bit of that.
1: Fall asleep
0: during that part. Oh, Aaron.
1: Very much
2: like Dr. Fear Factor.
0: Yeah. Dr. Fear Factor. <laughs> That's a better title.
2: Better
0: <laughs> comedy. <laughs> um, for me it would be I don't yeah, I, I'm like you Marissa, I don't have like a, you know sure, I don't enjoy cockroaches or wouldn't want that experience, but for me it'd be like I mean it's it's more of like a, a concept, like failure. So if I just had to watch myself fail over and over, or just or just basically just see it, yeah, see past mistakes that would be, uh, or future mistakes. That would be the thing that would, uh, get me. Oh <laughs> um, and speaking of last night, I had a dream of Aaron and I, <laughs> and we were going to pitch our, uh, my boss at work, like someone who has nothing to do with the industry. Uh, we were going to pitch our Foreverwood podcast. <laughs> and basically I could not, I lost our pitch document. I didn't have it. I didn't bring it. Aaron was very, Aaron was very polite and wasn't mad at me. Uh, and then I tried to find it on Google Drive and it spent like 20 minutes, it felt like three years trying to find it on Google Drive and it was not there and we never got to do our pitch. Your dream? Yeah. So. Oh man,
2: searching Google Drive in your sleep, that's a bad way to <laughs>
0: be. So, so that was my Eloise. <laughs> I woke yeah, up. that sounds like something that Dr. Fear Factor would
2: definitely be putting uh, 21st century people through. Like you're just searching... From
0: for yeah, exactly. Somewhere there's going to be a file that solves all my problems. Nope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what kind of no, file you use <laughs> in the annex?
0: You can't get it. <laughs> It's in the annex. Well, then I'll just use the paperwork. I can wait seven months if the answer is going to come in seven months, you know? Uh, so why do you go
1: talk to your lawyer? That's what they like. You have this lawyer that's trying to help you. So be like, hey, you know, they said I can't get in the annex. How do I get in the annex? Did, he could probably agree the process up. He should be talking to ghost Eloise typing up as claustrophobic. <laughs> well, that answered the question that I was wondering which was,
2: so at the end of this movie we have Chase being essentially, I mean, in by horror movie world, he's, like he's being punished. Yeah.
1: He, what? Was He was buried alive. Was he not?
2: He, in the, I mean, he's like trapped in the like mortuary.
0: Yeah, in the locker. He, yeah.
2: He's polishing where bodies, our cold our our sword. I mean morg.
0: I mean just like a morgue drawer a basically.
1: The shelf of the morgue. The morgue shelf. <laughs> no
0: they actually <laughs> they No, they, they actually said it in the movie. They called they the said morg what it morg was. Morg. Yeah, Morgue Locker. I think that's what it's called, yeah. Yeah, so he's
2: being trapped in a morgue locker forever to cure him of his claw. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad plan. But you know, by horror movie standards or, or like rules, so to speak. You know what
1: is? I was wondering, like, what is he being punished for? And I maybe it's for uh, not talking to his lawyer. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It was just, it was just bad decisions all around.
0: I felt like he was punished for being born. Like that's, I mean, because he was born in a mental institution, so it's just like. Uh, but yeah, there wasn't a, a smart decision in this movie. Uh, <laughs> that's true, uh, except for. Pia not making the last word for him because I I did think he was just being a creep asshole and that's how she took it but she's the bartender she should know if that was a drink right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well she was creeped out enough by him
1: that when she sees him in her
2: house later she's so on guard like what are you doing here? Like she clearly thinks he like followed her
0: home. Yeah and she's gonna call the police and then 15 minutes later Brandon T. Jackson's like oh you all are in love like it was like I think 15 minutes or less. Oh.
2: She really caved quick on the whole having Scott lead them into the
1: asylum
0: thing, too. Yeah, They just, only had an hour and 30. They had a, they had a throwaway line where she's just like, oh, once you get it into his mind, he won't say no. <laughs> That's the real reason they're all dead. No. no.
1: Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. Real bad caretaker. <laughs> to be fair, she... I mean, poor, I, I'm impressed by her. She... She was, wait, he's older, so she was four, her mom was killed, I guess, in that fire, and she took care of the six-year-old somehow from birth, like, who, I guess she never had a foster parent, I don't know what happened, but, like, that's an impressive character. Uh, we don't really yeah. see any of that, but.
1: Yeah, because we she's, as well, he's got, he's got it going now, we can't stop him. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's essentially how she took care of him with all life. What's well, the best idea? <laughs> I, it
2: does make it. The movie did make it seem like from the age of four. Oh no, she had a dad.
1: He just wasn't around a
0: lot. Oh okay. So there was like a house.
1: And uh, where's all this money coming from? So you can collect all this stuff. She's only a bartender.
0: She a bartending at five. There's a lot of money in Michigan. No, all right.
2: <laughs> uh the pure Michigan. I watched of the credits to see that pure Michigan logo. Yeah, Ooh, so,
0: was it shot in in Eloise or at Eloise? Like, I mean, if it was in Michigan, then that that might be they might have been on location, which is cool. Yeah, it is cool.
2: Although it, it is hard to totally square the idea of this movie as being like a heartfelt tribute to all of the patients with health from who <laughs> who were uh, either abused by or you know taken care of, but Eloise. Either way, which
0: I feel like the movie is trying to sell itself as the, as a tribute to those people. It, yeah, I think it is trying to. It's trying to have it all. This movie, yeah. and it doesn't have it's any bad of it.
1: Stuff happened there, and obviously Legato. I don't know. He feels guilty about it.
0: Maybe, maybe he. Well, Legato wasn't the writer. Whoever the writer is, probably the Chase character. He was born in the asylum. He, his mom. I don't know. Who knows. Uh, but what was I gonna I don't know I got this movie this movie it was great I loved it what loved you're, it. you're are you schizophrenic do we need to uh
2: oh we are coming for you he's got
0: his typewriter out it's yeah multiple personality Aaron here you, you just said <laughs> you have so many wildly different opinions about this movie
1: <laughs> what are fooling me into
2: to like it. They're like, 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 it. we're going to put things in your eyes. It, I mentioned this in passing the court, but I really think that we have to talk about the time period Okay. Of the movie. It's like, it, as if the creators were really excited about that creepy, you know, old-timey kind of look that, you know, early, like, first half of the 20th century like a famous asylum appearance and, and all of the like weird like machinery like equipment and the costuming and the way people looked and it was all it's all very very creepy and that's cool that's scary that's a good one would be scary stuff. and then they were like oh shit if we need our character to have been born there and now it's the twenty <laughs> ten. I guess it's gonna have to be nineteen. 19- so when when that when all that came together that was the that was the twist of the movie for me was that all of this sepia tone history stuff was actually from like um you know the 20 years ago 30 years ago
0: well Eloise is in its own zip code remember so it must also be in its own time period so in in this 1982 it's the same it's it's 1920s Forever there, um,
2: <laughs> it's like the Nick.
0: The yes, it is like the Nick, but I think the Nick's better. I've never watched it, but I'm assuming it's
2: better. <laughs> oh, I don't mean to suggest that the movie is like the Nick. That yeah, the, yeah, like yeah. The yeah, exactly. like what the posters for the Nick look like, because I've actually never watched the Nick, so I cannot, uh, I cannot
1: vouch for
0: anything. Aaron, you seem like a, a big Clive Owen stan. Have you seen the Nick? Doing a, a Clive Owen podcast anytime soon. All right. Um, uh, so I, I think we can all agree this probably isn't Chase's fault, right? I mean, he doesn't get a lot to do, no. but... No, what do
1: you want him to do?
0: I don't know. He can't save that movie.
1: Listen, he can't really save anything. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> all right. That was so
0: mean. <laughs> it's, it's just Chase. Like, when you want, like, uh. uh a
1: younger Ben Affleck, you go to Chase Crawford now. Because there's nothing much he can do. And he <laughs> tries so hard to have different emotions and different looks on his face. But they're all the same. And it's <laughs> fine. He's a good-looking guy. And he just can be Chase. And he just needs to just be Chase. and just. So, Aaron, it kind of sounds like you're saying
2: that maybe we can blame Chase <laughs>
1: No, no, I don't think he's, he he's no. He just needs to be in like regular movies. What is not like find figure out where they are, and he's like never going to give you really answers because so he can't figure it out. Yeah,
2: I mean they could have had any any warm body play this part. In that movie,
0: absolutely. Oh yeah! But, uh, if I was in this movie, it would be just as good.
2: <laughs> how many how many chase movies have you guys watched now?
0: Oh, this is uh this. Well, we've seen others before, but this is the first of Chasing Summer. This is part one. Uh, and it's clearly not. It's not inspiring Aaron for much more, it seems like. But we've we've talked about Chase before. I think you're giving him a little bit. <laughs> you're being a little bit harsh on our boy. Uh, we we know where his spot is. He's good in comedy. Uh, and that's I think like and, and, and that's where Gossip Girl learned, like in the later seasons when the whole show was a comedy, he's a funny guy. And, and and The Boys, the show we're, we're building, too, that's definitely where he sort of has arrived, or it's it's definitely the best thing he's been in since Gossip Girl, and I'm going to predict that I will say it's probably better than, I mean, better than Gossip Girl. Um
2: well, your there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, the reason why I asked was because I just found myself mulling over this very question, like, well, he's the handsome guy. He's like a serviceable performer and doing like saying his lines and making his faces or whatever. Like, what is it that makes somebody who's had the success on a, on TV that a guy like him has had? Like what keeps him from becoming like uh, a Chris Pine or you know
1: I guess his name isn't Chris. That's like one of the things. Oh yeah, you got you gave me and Chris. But you what do you say Chris Pine, that's the low that's the, like the lowest Chris.
0: Ooh, I might disagree. Uh, Chris Pine is a lot more. Right
1: here, Chris's. Right
0: here, Chris's. Well, Chris Pine has a lot more range than a lot of the other Chris's. Uh, like Chris Hemsworth uh, is, I think, toward the low. I mean, I don't know. All like Chris Pine can do most anything, honestly. Uh, but I think Chris Evans might be. Who are all the uh, Chris Pratt actually is lower is is falling down the list. I feel like he's lost. Once you know he was great in Guardians of the Galaxy, but I think he lost his his humanity a little bit uh, to become big sexy man star. I don't I, like, he, so he's wow. low. He's, wow, okay. I don't think he's as unique anymore. Lord, he, he's not unique anymore. Yeah. Uh, so like, I mean, parks and rec, Chris Pratt is amazing. And also I think first movie gardens of the galaxy, Chris Pratt is great and probably Everwood. Yeah, Chris Pratt, here, Chris, but so I think I, point. but I think he's sort of, he's no longer interesting. I don't think. And I think Chris Evans and, Chris Pine and Chris Emsworth are all actually making more unique choices with their career uh, at this point. Um, but I, I don't know. I'd have to. I, it's a, it's a complex. That's a whole podcast, the Chris podcast. I'm surprised it hasn't been done. I, I, I
2: think that, that might have legs. Actually, you yeah. could have everybody on talk about their Chris feel, their Chris ranking. Yeah. Glad. Well, Marissa, I, who's I mean, yeah. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking about it now, and, and I guess honestly, I have pretty positive feelings about all of the four Chrises that. You know, are part of the like Chris uh, Pantheon right now. Pine, we've got Pine, Pratt, Hemsworth, Evans, right? Yeah, yes. Uh, I mean, uh, part of me wants to give Evans a real high ranking because Captain America I love so much, and also I just find him very charming and handsome. Chris Pratt, the Andy Dwyer thing is definitely like he's got something different than the other Christmas dudes. So I feel like Hemsworth and Pine are lagging towards the back a little bit. And I mean, between Hemsworth and Pine, it's like twins or something, right? Like there's you you no competition. It's got, so I think, yeah, I think Pine, Pine is the lowest of the four crits for me, but still, that's higher than lots of other men's names, of which there are so many.
0: <laughs> Aaron, who's your, who's your Chris?
1: I that is that is, I agree. Evans is my I, Evans is my number one Chris. I love Pratt. Then we got Hemsworth, and then Pine.
0: All right. Fair enough. I I think I know I'm I love them all. I'm just if I have to pick and I'm sort of projecting, I don't know. I just, uh, you know, I, I a little bit bummed by the Pratt of the last five years, you know. Uh,
1: yeah, I think I that's why he's dropped down. That. I think Evans and that's why Evans has come up. He's dropped down, you know, because I, I had Pratt before, but I think now Evans is up and I think they're both. They, they are probably the best two actors out of the four. I think those two have more range.
2: Yeah, i with that. I think um, Jurassic World Pratt, yeah, it's oh, a little bit disappointing. For- no, I like Jurassic World Pratt.
0: What? I think
1: that's where, that's where he comes into it.
0: What do you mean? Come into what? There's nothing there.
1: <laughs> now he, he's, he's, he's in like, he's the action star. That's what you want him to be. He's, we know he can do comedy. Now he can helm a film. Now he that, that's prime
0: Pratt. When you watch Jurassic Jurassic World are you like, "Oh my god, Chris Pratt really carried this movie and it's so good." No one says that. That movie is all just VFX and it's a crappy movie. Like both of them are. Like Chris Pratt no, it's it's not it doesn't take a genius to be an action star. Like if he if he can do the comedy and the action, he's right now he's sort of in between and not like he was like Guardians of the Galaxy is I think the first one is the, the that's the Pratt we want. And I feel like he's now sort of overcorrected to be, yeah, action movie, cool guy, marketable pratt. Um, and I, I don't, that doesn't interest me.
2: If I can throw in just a little bit, one further, like, leg of the tangent here. When I was a kid, we had this board game that I loved to play. I'm always forced my friends to play, even though no one else it to it. It was called Personal Preference. And the idea of the game was that there were different categories, like food or activities and celebrities. And you were you got four cards, and you were supposed to guess, maybe it was three, whatever, you were supposed to guess what order was the preference of the like, a particular person whose who turn it was. And you got points for like matching what people's favorite thing was. So oh. this is like if we had this game in 2020, personal preference for, for Chris, like Chris matching, that could be a real skill.
0: Oh, man. Ranking. If
2: you guys do your Chris spin off, you should definitely incorporate
0: that. I, I love ranking. I mean, I think everyone loves ranking and judging people yeah. and things. So it's a perfect. That sounds like a great game. That needs to make a comeback. Um, but yeah. I if
2: it might
0: Ooh. Um, <laughs> it would all be like 80s and
2: 90s prompts. So the, the people that you're ranking are like Don King and.
0: You know, Prince Charles. <laughs> that Sounds child. Like, yeah, that's Aaron's
1: era.
0: That's his <laughs> uh, speaking of different
1: that it sounds fun.
0: It sounds like a great zoom. We should do it after this. Um, I was I was gonna bring this to Sweet Valley High, uh, Marissa, and this is I think an impossible prompt, but I'm just saying if, if Eloise or the plot of this movie in some way was a Sweet Valley High high book. Do you know what the title would be? Or like, uh, does that make sense? Is that the right question? Ooh. I just I, that was I was trying to figure out a way to bring it in to Sweet Valley High. Well, uh,
2: let me stall for time. Yeah. by saying that it would definitely be a thriller. So, Sweet Valley High, in addition to the like these very slim serialized books that there were so many of. Every once in a while, there would be a super addiction. And Ooh. at a certain point, sometimes those super addictions are thriller, uh, which is, like, where something scary happens. They're not usually supernatural, though. Um, so, maybe it would be something like um, uh, something about uh, <laughs> like Uh,
0: The the last word, right? (laughs) Oh,
2: my gosh. Thank you. Yeah, you got it. You took the last word. (laughs) No, that's way too artful. (laughs) way too artful. I mean, I would literally, what I was trying not to say because it's already the name of something is like stir crazy. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Like dark passages. You know, just like something, the the titles are often very, very vague. Vague,
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, I wonder, I mean, Sinister Hospital. Sinister <laughs> <laughs> Hospital? Um, I mean, I don't think this would fit the naming thing, but I just love the line. Like at the beginning of the movie, it's, you can't leave, you can never leave. So I like the book title, You Can Never Leave.
2: That, that works. That would work.
0: That works? Sweet Valley
2: high, high, Thriller number 75, You Can Never Leave. Ooh. Ooh. and it's about like Eloise and like
1: the real girl, and like how she comes to Sweet Valley High, and puts you in like a ghost portal.
0: And you, but you can never leave high school, which uh, ooh, uh, that's terrifying.
1: So people that are um, have
2: some kind of mental illness do factor such a lot, especially in the later Sweet Valley High books, but not so much on the supernatural. So it would probably be something like. You know, Eloise comes to town, she's a high schooler now, and she makes everybody think that she's cool and gets people to be friends with them, and then she, like, lures them all to her a run-down hospital that she's been bragging to everybody, is this really crazy cool place that she gets to hang out at. She throws a party there, and then she, like, traps a bunch of kids there and sets them on fire or something, and they have to free themselves.
0: Wow. That still sounds great. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: the fire at the asylum. I like, at least you know what you're reading, you know? With the title Eloise, no idea. I mean, sure, there's a. Yeah, I think you need the asylum part, like because Eloise, she, I mean, yeah, we see the painting like twelve hundred times, but that's it.
2: Eloise in Detroit.
0: Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Eloise in Detroit. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> oof. Uh, so I'm gonna leave. Uh, one, one, one last thing. I'm gonna ask uh, ask you a question because they say I think H.H. Grice says in that interview thing that Scott is like memorized. He says, if you don't remember the pain, it's like you never felt it. Do you agree? <laughs>
2: I agree. But I think that when he said that line, I thought, why do you need to remember that you felt it? Like, what's the, what is the point? Like, like, okay, let's take that. Take that. As as fact. So why are we? Why does it need to be as if we felt it? Like, wouldn't it be better if it wasn't like we felt it?
0: This is deep question. I. I mean, I think it's the idea. Like, I mean, he's sort of saying he thinks that he's erasing someone's pain by erasing their memory, almost in a way, right? Like. uh, Yes. But. Wouldn't that, like, if, if you erase the memory, aren't you still, the, you're still the same person, so, like, I'll probably still be afraid of snakes, I just won't remember the time that traumatized me, or, or I don't know, I don't think you can ever lose that, I don't think that's something, I just, I don't know, I, I think it, it's a faulty premise, and I think that's what, what he was trying to
2: figure out. Oh, I thought he was trying to say that he wants you to remember it, like, you gotta experience the
0: fear, so that you can Oh, so. Uh, so, if you remember the pain, then you felt it, and then you can overcome it? I don't
1: know. That's the problem with the... With the I, I yeah, we the should, whole, get rid of the pain, so you don't remember it, you never felt it.
0: Well, but I mean, I think, I think I actually sort of agree with him, is that you need to feel the pain to then sort of be able to reckon with it. Or, you know, erasing the pain isn't going to make you grow as a person. You're just going to sort of be in a denial and sort of be... In a loop. You'll be in that time loop. You'll still be in Eloise again because you haven't dealt with the pain. I think. But I don't know what he's trying to say. I, uh, But I think that's sort of what the movie is, right? I have no idea what they're trying to say.
2: <laughs>
0: um, yeah. any, any...
2: You've given it as much credit or more as it deserves.
0: That's, that's my role. Aaron falls asleep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I... I try to make it important, but it's not, uh, so fair enough. I like the last word, drink cocktail. Did you have the, the recipe? Because I think we're going to have to drink these to watch the more Chase movies.
1: Yes, I will post the recipe on Instagram.
0: Oh, perfect. Um, any last word?
2: And the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in the final frames of the movie, well, right before we see what happened to Chase, which is that he's stuck in the morgue, she is looking at the piece of paper where he wrote the last, somebody wrote the last word on it, and she looks like, talking yeah. to the guy. Which is why, that's
0: that's why it, it's clearly the point of the movie. <laughs> it really, it, it to
1: really just it in the garbage can.
0: <laughs> 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 that's the lesson. <laughs> yeah, that's the last word.
1: Sorry,
0: yeah. Sorry. Oh, great, great film. Uh, thank you so much, Marissa, for uh, for great. suggesting awesome. Eloise. This was this was all Marissa's doing. She is Eloise. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and the asylum is this podcast that never ends. We're here forever. No, only
2: I could
0: find my matches. Oh no, Uh, virtual matches. Uh, Well, so Marissa, where can the people find you uh, on the well interwebs and but hopefully maybe Detroit? I'm not
2: currently in Detroit because I'm not really all of these guys. That was just a gag. It's hard to keep track. Our podcast fans um, maybe they would enjoy listening to Sweet Valley Diaries let's podcast about Sweet Valley high novels uh, fans of Gossip Girl maybe fans of the basic concept of high school soap opera which is what Sweet Valley is and even if people haven't read the book the, uh, the whole series uh, which is a series of novels that started in 1983 and continued on and on and on it's just kind of like a, a real you-can't-look-away sort of a, a beautiful car crash of a thing. <laughs> and, um, I love it. I mean, that makes it sound like I think it's sad. I I think there are things about it that did not age very well, and I wish we had not been presenting to uh, young readers in the 80s. But it's fun to talk about that. It's fun to read it with a, a view, an eye towards the uh,
0: Ooh, the eye to the past. I was hoping you were going to say they started in 1982, then it'd just be exactly like Eloise. Um,
2: <laughs> well, that would be too creepy.
0: Too creepy. Too creepy. Um, too creepy. Well, thank you so much. Uh, Aaron, where can the people find us?
1: Uh, they can find us at Gossip Guys Pod. That is Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, and we're on uh, wherever you get your podcast. Apple. Uh, Spotify, uh,
0: Stitcher, anchor, Anchor, anchor (laughs) anchor.fm. That's our, that's our new, our new place. Um, and then where are you at Aaron? The worst is that, are you you still the worst?
1: worst The W R S S T across the board, Facebook, yada, yada. You know where to find me guys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm at wandering green green and green at the end at Twitter and Instagram and yeah Read uh, us,
1: subscribe, leave some comments Tell us, are you chasing summer? And uh, don't forget to have the last word
0: Ooh And uh, and maybe st- the
1: recipe. I gotta get some chartreuse
0: Ooh yeah, we gotta get chartreuse uh, And stay tuned, hopefully we're gonna visit Sweet Valley Diaries uh, in oh, the- yeah I've got a plan for you Ooh, well, that does sound very Eloise uh, of you No, <laughs> right. so the doctor, Dr. Keir Dr. Christ, oh no <laughs>
2: <laughs> the
1: ragged man. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know. That's scary.
0: That's a good title again. Um,
1: that's more like the Hardy Boys. Though.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Hardy Boys. Uh, well, in the meantime, XOXO, Gossip Guys.